Hello, and welcome to the Dishes and Doctrine audio blog. I'm Rachel, your host, and as you know, this is the place where I try to help us all find the place where motherhood and theology collides in our life. And I tell you, it has been a while since I have been here uh, blogging or podcasting. It seemed like things in life just started piling up. We had several sicknesses and homeschool started and our ministry schedule was super full. And there's actually been a couple blog posts that I have been able to write that I didn't get over on the audio blog. So if you haven't already, make sure to head over to dishesanddoctrine.com and you'll be able to catch up on what you missed. Mommy! Mommy! Oh, oh, she's sleeping, came a little voice from outside my door before I heard little footsteps retreating down the hallway. I had just laid down for a cat nap before I was going to get dinner ready, and I was so grateful that he had decided to let me rest for just a few minutes. But my momentary deep sleep, it was interrupted very quickly when he returned with a Spider-Man blanket for my body and a clean washcloth to cover my feet. (laughs) Seeing that I was cozy enough, he turned off the lamp on my bedside table and he pitter-pattered out of my room again. He wasn't done, though. Now that I was snug under the blanket, he determined that I would need some fresh air from the ceiling fan, which he actually couldn't reach after he tried several times using my bed as a trampoline. It was time to recruit help, so soon his older brother joined in Operation Help Mommy Sleep, which resulted in bright ceiling lights shining in my sleepy eyes and frustration from the little commander who said, you're going to wake her up. The next step of his mission was to drag the oscillating fan from his bedroom into mine and attempt several different outlets before finding one that would work the best for his plan. I was very, very grateful for the blankets that he had so carefully placed over me when he turned the fan to its highest setting only several inches away from my face. When his goals were finally done, he left the room with a little whisper, Good night, Mommy. Now, needless to say, I got up from that rest time feeling far from refreshed. (laughs) But even though my eyes still felt heavy, my heart was so full. In his little four-year-old way, he had truly attempted to serve me. His gift was far from perfect, but I accepted it with joy and quite a bit of laughter later on because I know his heart towards me. In the same way, the gifts and the sacrifices that I place at God's feet are, are never perfect either. They so often come from a heart that's full of misplaced motives and selfish desires. Even the good I do is tainted with sin. But because of Christ's perfect life and self-sacrifice, those imperfect acts of service are somehow pleasing to Him. I love what the Westminster Confession of Faith says. Notwithstanding the persons of believers being accepted through Christ— Their good works are also accepted in Him, not as though they were in this life wholly unblameable and unreprovable in God's sight, but that He, looking upon them in His Son, is pleased to accept and reward that which is sincere. 
although accompanied with many weaknesses and imperfections. Friends, I just want to remind you today that the fruit of your faith in a perfect Savior is a sweet offering to God. Thank you so much for joining me once again for a Dishes and Doctrine audio blog episode. You can find all the other episodes over at dishesanddoctrine.com. Just click on audio blog at the top. You can also subscribe on iTunes if you would like new episodes to come directly to you and leave a rating or a review while you're there. That just helps iTunes share this audio blog so that more people can find it. Now, I'd love to hear from you, so make sure to leave a comment on today's post. That's also at dishesanddoctrine.com, and I will look forward to talking to you soon.